Hello there! This is Glitched Vision 0101, and you are now listening to The Hangry Boys Podcast. So this weekend, we were over at the Arlington Convention Center slash eSports Arena. Or, no, sorry, Stadium. We're at 2019 Palooza, Dallas or Arlington? Arlington. Arlington, okay. Yeah, because it's in Arlington. So it was it was cool. Um, we got there Saturday morning before doors. Uh, we uh, thankfully, not thank, well. Uh, thank God. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, we were gifted a booth uh, for a charity booth. And um, we used that to help uh, run a charity booth for accessible streamers. Seeing that my friend John, aka Glitched Vision, was going to be there, who is part of the accessible streamers team with me. So we just ran a booth uh, to uh, spread awareness about accessible streamers. Uh, John brought a laptop, uh, a gaming laptop, and we... Um, had our friend David who is making a game called Rizzo's Island for the Dreamcast Um, R.I.P. Rizzo R.I.P. Rizzo Uh, he uh, has a really cool game coming out for the Dreamcast Uh, he's making it on the Quake engine and uh, he we met him last this earlier this summer at QuakeCon yes and uh, we uh, we just thought it would be a perfect fit for our booth and it was awesome. Uh, a lot of people played his game. A lot of people came to our booth. We had a high score challenge for a game called Switch and Shoot and Singled Out. Yep. And uh, that was made by um, uh, a, a, a guy that I know out of Europe named Matt. And I can never pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to even try. <laughs> so thank you, Matt, uh, for hooking us up with that and uh, some keys to give away for the top scores. And then, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Like, as far as, like, if you're in love with headshots, like, this is up there, top three headshot games, <laughs> like, out there right now, because you literally are taking nothing but headshots. <laughs> Every level. <laughs> it's just more heads, more shots. It's all headshots. No neck, no body. It's just headshots. Right. And you played it. Uh, how, how, how did you, did you like it? Oh, yeah. I played it about, like, 25, 30 times. I never got past level seven. Um, but I got I, I to like it. level 12, I think. Yeah, I'm addicted to um, shooting bystanders in the face. It's just <laughs> part, of, part of me. Like, right. I know I'm not perfect, but... <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, um, I had a lot of fun playing it. Very simple instructions. Um, very good, like, color scheme. Like, easy, um, easy like, okay. concept to grasp. Right. As far as you get three clues, which are usually, like, eye, mouth, head shape, and etc. And so, yeah, it's just a great game that you can play. The father can play with the son. The mother can play. Like, it's very easy. It's a very easy game. There's, um, like, light blood splatter in it. Nothing too, like, gory. But you get the point of the game very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and very quickly, it just pulls you in. And you're like, I got to try, try again. I got to try again. Right. And 30 minutes will pass by. <laughs> and you've been playing this game. Like, so, yeah. Did you play Switch and Shoot? Um, no, I did not play Switch and Shoot. Um, I played, um, only things I played was that and Killer Instinct with John. Right. And with the OHB. And the OHB knows my name because now they're tatted on his chest. <laughs> but, but yeah, we did the. I did not pull a Hank Hill, <laughs> Bill Don't Dream move. <laughs> we did. Um, we basically did the best we could with what we had. And what we had was. By my standards, the most unique booth of of the weekend. Like we didn't sell anything. We just gave people information and introduced people into things that they never would have seen without us being there. Right. And I think that our goal our goal was to have people um, to make this stuff accessible. And I think we did that like more than anybody else at the at Retro Palooza. Right. Yeah. I, that was uh, that was something I thought was uh, really cool. Um, and I, I want to thank John, uh, his roommate and his mom and David for holding it down the table. Um, uh, uh, Brown man thought I was going to have to like 
hold that table down the whole weekend. Yeah. But uh, that wasn't the case. We were able to get to some panels. Yep. Uh, and um, and interview some people. Yeah, that's really really cool. Um, people were at our table that like everybody worked together and things just went super smooth. Yeah. I mean, we had some cool people come by. Uh, we had uh, Skull Pixel. Yeah. Came by and she was really loving uh, Switch and Shoot. Like she was like, "This game's hard, but I love it." Yeah. And uh, and uh, we had a pro wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, he was hanging out at our table. Um, I want to kick my shots out to Creepy Old Man Number One, who had the booth across from us. Um, he was clearly very, very um, bored, <laughs> but like I feel that us having all the joy in our hearts and being super happy across from him. Um, I know he couldn't show it, show it on his face, but I, I think that we impacted his life, and he'll think of us until his dying day. <laughs> he'll, be like, he'll tell all his friends that those accessibility guys really like rocked his world, <laughs> and like um, I, I bet, I bet he's at home right now playing Rizzo's Island. <laughs> like that, that's what I believe, and I'm gonna stick to it. Um, Let's see, we got there, um, when we got there, um, there was a line, what, like, wrapped around, around the, uh, entrance. Uh, yeah. Like, when we got in, like, people were, like, eager to be there, and it was, what, 9, 9, 15, 9, 20, and there was already a line of eager people. Oh, and like, well, we got, we, no, we, no, it was, we, like, 8.30. Where all those people were, it was at 8.30? Yeah, because yeah. it started, it opened up at 9 yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. So we got there at like 8.30, and there was already a line. Yeah, down uh, the hallway. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so we, uh, and we got in there, got to our booth. Um, a few few booths down over was uh, What Up For Cancer. Yeah. And we've been seeing them all over. Um, What's the girl's name um, from last time, that, um, from the last convention? Ashley? Allie. Allie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, she moved back to California, but there were some different people there. Yeah. Like, same, like, but they had the same, like, happy, let me show Let me show you what this is about, ask me questions type of feel to them. Yeah. So that was good. Also, there was the kids, um, where you stream for kids, um, cooks, children's. Um, I forget the name of the booth, but we also talked to them last time in their charity booth where you stream, help raise money for, like, kids, kids. with cancer and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And there was some cool devs there. Um Thaf's Journey, this new game that's coming out, this RPG game, uh, and uh, it, it looked cool. I didn't have time to play it, but I did talk to him about some accessibility, like using. They were really interested about uh, um, like putting accessibility options in their games. So that was a win for me. That they were like, they were like, yeah, we've been talking about it, and we we just don't know how. So I uh, I'm like, okay, I'm I, I haven't joined their Discord yet, but I'm probably going to this week and and, and hit it up. And I think, like, the stuff you're doing as far as, like, like bringing that conversation to these to people who clearly have, like, like me, myself, I don't have very many disabilities or, or any. Um, besides. Let my mom tell it. <laughs> but, like, you, like. Well, besides me, me, playing games that have more than, like, four buttons. Yeah. Or, say, or, like, games that don't require me to punch somebody in the face or drive over somebody's carcass. But, like, I feel like what you're doing is important work because you bring topics to conversations that people normally wouldn't have that have played thousands of hours of games. And when you start, when you bring up these conversations, it's like a light bulb goes off in their head of things that they would have never thought about without talking to you. And, like, a lot of times they know somebody with disabilities, but they never had these conversations that you're opening up to them. And right. that's really cool. Because we've been able to do that at what, like four cons this year or five cons? Right. And slowly but surely, uh, we're getting the accessibility um, message out there more and more. Yeah. And uh, we saw some cool things. Um, and we met some cool people, like I said. We met Woods. He was actually... Uh, um, he he is an anti-social person, and I uh, I want to commend him for getting out, for being like he he's a very like homebody uh, type person. Him and his, him and his girlfriend, like I talked to him about uh, the Blizzard, uh, not Blizzard, <laughs> the Borderlands party that we went to, or I went to, and uh, I, I saw him. And he was like, yeah, it's like, we just saw what it was. And this is like, that's just not for us. 
but um I, I, I like Woods. Like Woods does a, a really good channel. If you're really into uh, switch stuff, he he does uh, he does a he does a, a, a good channel. It's um, it's less he he is one of the less clickbaity uh, YouTubers out there. Woods Woods yeah. yeah. I mean he he there is some clickbaitness to his channel, but it is not overtly like you can like annoyingly clickbaity yeah which which is what i like and if you've seen them online that hair is not a myth in person it is gorgeous yeah and that voice is butter soft yeah yeah he's from australia and uh but he lives now here yeah and uh but yeah it was fun it was cool to hang out with him um and uh we uh we got to we went to our first panel was with jordan fringe and I honestly I can't remember the guy who he was with right now. I, I but he's from um, he's from New York. Yeah. And before the panel, um, weren't you uh, weren't you like chopping it up, giving them stuff to think about as far as like accessibility? And I think the, the talk was originally supposed to be about um, me, um, the, the mental pressure, health. Mental health. Yeah, because uh, he was really good friends with Etika. Um, uh, who was a YouTuber that uh, committed suicide uh, in the beginning of the summer, and uh, so he was—he's uh, been—he's been really big on uh, raising money for him and mental health uh, because a lot of YouTubers struggle with mental health, um, especially with getting bullied online and people just talking about how uh, you know just going at you know going for the jugular, you know. So that was uh, that, that was that was cool for him to come out and talk about. Um, when we got that, uh, we actually got that panel uh, recorded, so we'll be posting that up yes. um, with within probably within this podcast. And, or and that panel, or we're gonna probably make a separate podcast of that. We got a couple of different um, unique panels. Some were like more like like we're just having a conversation, a, a tabletop conversation between like friend newly met friends and then there was some where it's a panel conversation where it's like just fire me off questions and i'm answering questions left and right and then there was some heavy discussions it was a well-rounded like as far as panels even though some of them were far i felt like there was a lot of good stuff like right there and like it was very per um it was very um personal like people like could like come and they could ask like anything from what kind of soap do you use from I uh, I need help. I need, I need help uh, figuring out what to do about my mental problems. Or people think I'm weird and I'm happy to be here. Like so, it was it was pretty cool. It was yeah. so, so like it was this community that you always speak of, right? Yeah. So it was it was it was fun. Um, the con wasn't as big as it was last year. Um, I definitely don't think so. And that was kind of a bummer. Concrete makes everything look smaller. I think if the floor is concrete, like it, it, like I think if you go, if you are, if the con's on carpet, it makes it seem fuller. Like if that makes sense. Like if you walk into a room and there's like booths and concrete, it makes everything look smaller. But if like that booth had been in the lobby, let's say all the way down to the east worst place, right? It'd have been like, oh, this place is packed. But like whenever you have that concrete look, like it exposes like the true size of things. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. I mean, uh, the uh, freaks and geeks uh, guys they had uh, they had a pretty good setup for drinks. <coughs> uh, I uh, ironed into the Smash tournament yesterday. Got knocked out first round. One because they had items on and all stages on, and I don't play all stages. I play tournament legal stages. Oh. So, so I was playing like these like these stages that I normally don't play and so I wasn't used to um, you can pick your own stages so that kind of sucked items were on usually I do well with items um, I I think that that tournament they should have taken a, a, a book a page out of uh, Nintendo's book and just had like the these like like Nintendo like tournament state like stages and uh, I think that would have been uh, a, a lot better well for me personally but um a guy named austin who's like number ranked number one or two in uh dfw right now 
Like he's a Ness player, uh, which I hate Ness. Uh, so fix a lot plays Ness, and he, and he he's he's uh, repeatedly whooped my ass with Ness. Uh, and so he won, um, he won the tournament, the Smash tournament. He also won uh, the Paperboy Top Score Challenge and the Tappers Top Score Challenge. Uh, he walked away with like three trophies yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I just, I just, I think just think it's crazy that they turned like a home AC system into a video game. It's crazy. What do you mean? That's a home AC system. <laughs> no. Like it's like who can who can put it uh, correctly at a certain temperature. That's crazy. Ness is a character from a game called in Europe called Mother. Um, in the states, is called Earthbound. And okay. So he's a he's a character from it's Ness N E S S. Oh, okay, not Ness um, a, um, digital AC controller. No, I got no. like it was just not like, Nest. Like you just walk Nest. in and they're like <laughs> they're like please correctly put it at seventy two <laughs> degrees. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a noob. Yeah, yeah, but no, he uh, he 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 won. Which was uh, pretty awesome in that regard. Um, I thought that was I thought that was cool. Uh, Denty won Saturday, which I was pretty excited for him to, to win. He's he's been on a loose streak lately. Um, last couple of weeks at Cidercade, uh, he uh, last week he came in, in third, and the week before that he made it like like last place of like whoever would get paid in like the top five, top eight people. Like he only walked away with like fifty seven or fifty eight bucks like two weeks ago, which is like a rarity. Like he is the top dog at Cidercade. Like he's walked away with thousands of dollars at Cidercade. Like when you say top dog, do you mean like Roman Reigns or do you mean like 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 bow wow wow like Snoop Dogg like Roman Reigns like well no no he's not like Roman Reigns but he's 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 the guy that you you got to beat like right. like going into like going into Sodercade like for this last summer like if if you wanted to walk away with 250 you were going to have to face freaking Denty like that was a dude you had to face and he only has two people he plays he plays Olimar from uh, from Pinkman uh this really weird game, it's a fun game. A lot of people love it. And then Pokemon Trainer, which you have, he has three Pokemon he can choose from. Boom. So, and he mainly mains Pokemon Trainer, and he is a beast with Pokemon Trainer. Okay. And it's he's he's insane. Like I've watched him. I've 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 kind of I I've actually played a lot, played around with Pokemon Trainer. Uh, just just on a side note, if. Cidercade in um, the design district of Dallas is listening. This man right here, big up to to every person he could that even hinted at playing Smash Smash Bros. Like anybody who has said, had anything to say about Smash Bros. This man did not did not even hesitate to say, "Come come check out our tournament Wednesday nights. Be here if you smash." Come smash with us, like I'm just saying. <laughs> like I heard you say, I heard, I heard you big up Cidercade all weekend to little kids, older kids, old men, everybody. Yeah, and thank you to Cidercade for uh, 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 I, I handed, uh, I gave out a lot of uh, Cidercade passes to a lot of the guests that we became friends with. Yeah, and so I was like, because I know Boogie was gonna stay here for a few more days, and I was like, yo, you should check it out. Uh, go up there. I gave some to Jordan. I was like, "This is a place you want to be," because I know Boogie does a travel channel. So I was like, "Yo, can you put this in the travel channel?" Uh, but he says he's gonna come back because um, he's gonna he was gonna do Ripley's yesterday, and so you be on the on the lookout for that uh, video on his uh, Boogie's travel, uh, just uh, YouTube Boogie's travel, and that channel will come up. He's done a really good video on. Um, on the history of Walmart and 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 and, Wal- and Mr. Walton yes. and uh, and whatnot, and we had a really good discussion about Walmart and and whatnot, and that will be in a separate podcast. We got like we're dropping like three podcasts. I think we're gonna, uh, I think we're just gonna do a podcast just of every, each every day of just the panels that we went to yeah. and uh, and whatnot, and then a new podcast for this week. So yeah, there's a lot going on. 
Like people might people might go to the northwest, the east, and everything, but here in the central south, we got a lot of things going on, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So, so stay 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 tuned because we're <laughs> dropping it like it's hot. Right? Yeah, yeah. We 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 throwing out pancakes like like the new day. Yeah, yeah. And you can twerk for us just like you twerk for the new day. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, new day is gonna be uh, in uh, New Orleans. Yes. At at, the, at a convention uh, and uh, so that seems pretty awesome we wish we could be there um, but uh, I don't think we're going to be able to make it no. um, um, easy, Big Easy Con Big Easy Con um, and they, first weekend in November yeah New Orleans yeah um, the first the third yep they uh, they've been uh, doing it they're doing it big like they got Weird Al they got uh, Anthony Mackie, they have, um, uh, who was the one guy from, you were telling me he was in, uh, uh, that first Quentin Tarantino movie that got shot in the back seat. Oh, Phil Lamar. Phil but, Lamar. Uh, like, Phil Lamar, you, uh, if you love, uh, Mad TV, he's the UPS guy that, um, has ADD, um, he's, um, like you said, he's the guy who gets shot while they're having a burger conversation in Pulp Fiction, He's um, like three of the characters on Futurama. He's um, he's in a, done new, a lot of like, yeah. And I think they're I think I think he's in this. He's he's going. They're promoting him at Big Easy Con for the uh, for the new show that he's in uh, Primal, which is a new. Uh, I want to say it's a new show on Adult Swim. Um, I think they're like fifteen minute uh, episodes. I haven't got to watch it yet. But uh, it looks good. I, I think it. Uh, I think it will be. Um, uh, it, I mean, it looks really dope. It's all about like the like caveman type, like the early days. Yeah. And if you've heard his, you you definitely as soon as you hear his voice, he has a very uh, recognizable voice. He does um, cartoons. He does. Uh, he still acts like as himself. He does commercials. He does. A lot of voice on work. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's awesome that he is there. I, uh, I mean, I, I like, I want to go because Weird Al's going to be there. And uh, that, that would be one person I would love to talk to and interview. But, yes. um, and Ming's there. I would love to get talk to him again. I, every con I've been to he's at he's always a fun person Man from comic book guys yeah comic book men comic book men yeah 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 so it would be fun to talk to him uh i remember the first question i ever asked him i go i asked him um what would uh what would the guys over comic book men would you guys be gi joe's or would you guys be cobra gi joe's no cobra he, he was like yeah we, we would probably we would be cobra Forget that. And so, so yeah. And so then, if you're, you're GI Joe, you can kill with immunity. <laughs> if you're Cobra, they hunt you forever. <laughs> like yeah, their outfits are better. But like that immunity, <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> yeah, but no, he was like, like he was telling me who, uh, who, who every like everybody uh, that works over at the stash and Kevin Smith would be. I can't remember. There's a podcast on uh, uh, on um, SoundCloud. I might be able to dig up and we'll and we'll post that up on the podcast. And um, if, if any if any fans are out there, just so you know, um, Brown Man Ant is a GI Joe um, fan and, and collector. <laughs> so yes, uh, GI Joe is dear to my heart. So yeah, we uh, we saw some cool um, Wizard Con is in Oklahoma next weekend. Uh, I believe the twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Like it's like the eighth city. It was like the last one. Of the year, yeah, and it's gonna be in Oklahoma. So if you're in the Dallas area, Oklahoma region, and you can get up there, um, check it out this next weekend. Right. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of um, cool cosplayers. Uh, well, there wasn't a lot of cosplayers, but the cosplayers that were there were pretty cool. Right. Yeah. We uh, we saw there was a we, we saw a, a brown a brown Dracula. Yep, Blackula. Blackula. Is that was actually a movie. Yeah, it was exactly. was it back? Was, was he playing Blackula? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he was playing well, Blackula. It's, it's, it's just the same thing. Like it's a black interpretation of Dracula. And right. It had about four or five movies in the late late seventies, early eighties. Like it's right. um, it's pretty um, 
It's pretty cult stuff. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Right. Um. Uh, we saw. Um, who else did we see? We saw uh, Dante from. From from Devil um, May Cry. Devil May Cry. Like, yeah. Very good Dante. Red trench coat. Um. Silver wig. Um. The um, pistols. The pistols. Yeah, and uh, and it was a it was a it was a cross gender, uh, um, Dante. So it was a girl, Dante. Uh, so that was cool. And then then her her friend that was rolling with her the first day was uh, Princess Peach, yes. uh, uh, a Latino Princess Peach. I thought that was dope. Yes. And then uh, then she showed up the next day as uh, Silver uh, Carnage. The, the uh, da- the girl that was playing Dante showed up as Carnage, uh, 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 a gender bender Carnage. Yes. And then uh, we had uh, um, uh, Sailor Venus. Yes, Sailor uh, Venus. The girl, the Latino girl, was playing as Sailor Venus. Yep. Um, I um, ran into Cyrex while trying to leave. Oh yeah, that was. I wish I got to got to see that in, for, in person because Cyrex was the dude that I love to play in Mortal Kombat Three. Like that was. Like I will mess you up with Cyrax. Yes. Like I, I, I had that, I had that combo like down. Yeah. Um, was there? Um, I feel like there was somebody else. Um, who was the guy who came to play Rizzo's Island? Um, that had the hand gloves and the hat on. Oh, uh, he was from Final Fight. Yeah. If um, it wasn't for the fact that he came and um, sat at our table. I wouldn't shout him out, but <laughs> like he showed love, so so yeah, I give him a couple points for that. I think he's um, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the name. He's gonna be in Smash Brothers too. Uh, he's the new character from Smash Brothers, but right now I cannot think of who he is. Give me a second. I will YouTube the girl who you were looking for um, with the brown with the small brown crown was from Peach Dragon. Oh, yeah. And I only know that because she had it on her on her backpack. She had a red backpack that had um, the dude from it on there. Um, um, there, um, there was this awesome vendor there selling um, these amazing um, Dragon Ball Z jerseys. Right. Yep. They, um, the Hangar Boys now own a Master Roshi Z Fighters '69 jersey. Which is very clean. It's white with orange going down the side. It is um, unique and very well made. This is not like cheap um, iron-on stuff. So that was that was freaking awesome. Right. Um, we had the blind. Uh, we had the beat the blind man challenge, where we took a blind man out to a parking lot. And we let we blindfolded people and let them beat them like a pinata. <laughs> no, that is not true. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> How do you play Beat the Blind Man? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he was playing Terry Beauregard, mm. the guy earlier. So yeah, so Terry Beauregard, he was Terry Beauregard from uh, from uh, Fiddle Fury and uh, Final Fight. So Boom. so yeah, so that was uh, that. Who was the guy who was cosplaying? And you can find all these cosplays by simply going on Instagram. Typing in hashtag hashtag Palooza, and it has um, more pictures of him, more pictures of Carnage, more pictures of Princess Peach that other people got. Our um, shout out to Sir Fix a Lot as Rick Sanchez this weekend, even though people kept yelling "Pickle Rick" every time he turned around. (laughs) There's a lot of there's a lot of pictures of him on there, and um, and show him a little love. We know he'll appreciate it. Yeah, so that was that was cool. Um, and uh, now back to beating this blind man like a pinata. No, so what that was, you beat the blind man, didn't you? I did. So, what, what we did yesterday is we had, um, we had uh, uh, John Glitch Vision brought a Xbox and Killer Instinct. So, such a good game, yeah, from my childhood, but they've taken it up a notch, yeah, they yeah. have. It was my first time playing it since back in the day, yeah, and it's like it runs, it's like smooth, like, like Mortal Kombat, um, like you get, you can, you can catch somebody in a crazy combo like you caught me in a combo with uh the battletoads guy like yeah. a bunch like i was pissed because i was like i didn't know like what character to pick but i uh i picked the this one character that i know uh my buddy wills plays he he he, he played and, and won third place a combo breaker 
um, which is a, a, a fighting tournament named after a thing that you can do in um, uh, Killer Instinct, which is a combo breaker. Like they'll say combo breaker. And so that was that was cool. Like I didn't know that that's what Combo Breaker came from. It was from Killer Instinct until like I watched Killer watched Wheels play Killer Instinct. But uh, but yeah, uh, John's really good. It was insane to watch him do this. Yeah. Like he he was he was just doing it by sound. Yeah. So basically, the person um, playing uh, against John would be able to only have sight of the game like, as and far sound. as like. That they they turned uh, the first the first um, two or three that we did uh, we turned the sound down on the computer ah and then John um, stood up and just put the headphones on and faced a different direction yeah yeah and he went uh, um, he went um, two and one two one two one yeah like against um, against some pretty good people and one dude was like was like he could he said he told John beforehand that he couldn't play and then when they got on there. He was like he was breaking out all these combos, but he kept. I got a video of it. He kept looking back at the, um, at the camera like, like what's going on? Like how is he like um, breaking my combos and doing different stuff? He lost the first one, but then they did a rematch because the dude was like, like mm-hmm. no, like I'm, I'm not losing to a blind guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was another guy. Um, um, I didn't get the video, but John's mom might. But the dude like was just describing the experience as surreal because usually when he plays, he listens to find out what what moves are coming, and that's how he decides what button he presses. But without the sound, it was it was hard for him to like predict what John was gonna do. And then John's not facing him or the screen, so he can't like look at John's hands or look at John's face and get any indication of what's coming next. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was a really cool experience, and uh, something something I have never experienced or even thought about, like like taking away senses during video games or how important sound is in a video game, as far as like the experience and like how you go about navigating the game. Right. Yeah, that was. It was insane, and it was it was fun going up against him. Uh, uh, we went two two. We were evenly matched, um, and so like I I, I I like I said, I never played the game, so I I was picking characters that I really I couldn't know their move sets. Like I picked this really hot vampire girl, but her moves like her like her heavy and medium moves like take away her life points, and he was beating me with like this boxer guy. And so, like the vampire lady's cool, but with those with with your life points being, you can I, I killed myself basically. I was like basically committing suicide with my character. Like I love Mortal Kombat, but the characters on um, Killer Instinct are so fun. Like even from the pirate that's like all bones, but then yeah, he yeah, has he's, a squid shield. Yeah, the, but uh, he's classic. He's he's yeah. day one Killer Instinct. But right no, there. I'm saying like the way that 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 they look is like so like like crazy. But then the, uh, but then everything on them is moving. As far as like when you play with the skeleton guy, his bones are moving. Right, like, like not just him, but the actual bones are making sounds. And, yeah, and different stuff. Like it's really cool. And then like like you're saying, I was playing with the. Uh, the Battletoads frog and like my hands got bigger when I got hit you could like see like inside my skin Uh and like and like different stuff and then later like when I went I ride off on a freaking air um like an air scooter type thing yeah and you could actually throw use your air scooter as like a weapon like there was a move I pulled off where I like like my air I called my air scooter in like uh remotely and just hit some I think I hit you with it yeah and uh, so I, that, I thought that was a cool move. Like, I yeah, it makes it. I it, definitely did not know Killer Instinct was still bringing it like that. Oh yeah, there's a documentary coming out soon uh, from a guy uh, who who does a thing. It's called Hold, Hold Back the Block. He's working on a Killer Instinct documentary right now. Oh, yeah. uh, so we might be able to get him on podcast this week and talk about. He he was on another podcast last week talking about Killer talking about it like. He went on a two-week vacation and then just went right at it, like filming people um, doing uh, doing this Killer Instinct and like the popularity of it and and where it is now. I would like to I would like to see like at arcades a Killer Instinct. Like I always love seeing seeing a regular Killer Instinct in arcade, but I would like to see that Killer Instinct an arcade version where you can go between the different versions of Killer Instinct from the past all the way to the present and play. 
Like, like whoop somebody's um, tail in the 90s one, whoop somebody's tail in the early 2000s one, whoop somebody's tail in the current one. Right. It's just so I know that you can play the evolution of the same character. I know that you have that over at Cider Cave with Mortal Kombat. They have, uh, I believe, that, I know they have a, a Mortal Kombat 1 cabinet. I don't know if they have a Mortal Kombat 2 or 3 cabinet, but I know, I think they have a 2. I think they have 1 and 2. I know one for sure, yeah. and then they have ten and eleven in the uh, in these uh, these Japanese like arcade machines that we played at at uh, free play. Yeah, those uh, but they're more like side to side. Strange, strange to um, say. Like I like whooping you in Killer Instinct just as much as I like whooping you in Marvel vs. Capcom just as much as I like whooping you in Street Fighter. I mean, we went back and forth. You, 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 you got your butt handed to you multiple times. And you know what I did? I, I took that butt and I got up and dusted it off, and I came back and punched you in the face repeatedly. So don't you ever forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you, you did. I mean, how, now that you I mean, I mean, if you do, you think you would you would be down to uh, to to jump in the game? What game? This tournament game. Um. That the only problem is I love arcade games a lot more than I like um, standard system. I know. Like, and the thing like is, it. is that you could do Killer Instinct. You could do all these fighting games. All we have to do is just get you get get you a fighting stick, like we saw, like we saw at a at the convention. No, like like I'm uh, I'm a purist. Two people. At the at, at the at the um, game, pressing buttons, moving the joystick. I don't want a hand controller. I want to play. I like, just like you introduced yeah. me to. What was the game you introduced me to at the end of the night? Um, with the with the queen bee. Uh, and, Killer queen. Yeah. Right. If we had played that at the house, I would have got bored after the first or second time. But we were about to leave and we played that game for like 15, 20 minutes. Other people came around, played with us. We didn't know. Like, um, like you had people that came to, came to your side. Right. I had people that came to my side. And by the end, we had that whole thing full. And what and what it can take six to eight players. It's uh, eight players, four, yeah. four, four per cabinet. We had just as many people playing around us playing with us that um, the Billy guy had watching him to play Donkey Kong. Right. <laughs> like, like so. Like, there's just a different feel to it that like playing on on a system like just doesn't do for me. Right. Well, we might like, have look to... Look how much shit we talked. Like, did we care? Like, is that we were yelling? Like, and there's people all around us. And we're just... It's just me and you. Like, it was going back and forth, what? 20, 20, 30 times? Right. Just back and forth. Yeah. I mean, we got Killer Queen Black that I can't... We can't throw up on the TV. Yeah. And, and I, you can... Well, 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 I'll give you the pro controller. You can see how you like Killer Queen Black on the console. Now you play Killer Queen, the the arcade game. Yeah. Now we can. Uh, now I can throw you in Killer Queen Black. Uh, one thing I don't like about Killer Queen Black is that there is no multi local multiplayer. Um, like when you I say mean, local. What do you mean? Like, like how me and you played together. Yeah. Like it's all online. Like I can't play. Me and you can't go back and forth on the same screen. Like I can't be red. I can't be gold, and you can't. And you can be blue. Like it's all on. It's just all online matches. There's no local matches. Although there might be. So we gotta go to arcades. So yeah. Yeah, but we're gonna go on an arcade tour anyway. So like, like we can play the home system as want to. But I'll be the arcade guy. Like, like meet me in arcade. Like I just lost you 19 times in a row. On, uh, on this, <laughs> let's go to the arcade. So you've been to both of the bigger like barcades in town, and I've been to Kung Fu Saloon. So uh, out of the out of the ones you've been to, what what's been your favorite? Cider Cake. Cider Cake. But when I look at what's online and what's out there in other states, I feel like we're not even like in the running of top twenty, like. Like other states do it so much better. Like I feel like we try to um, like our stuff tries to focus on on the hanging out aspect more than the game aspect. Yeah, yeah. I would like less less tables, more stools, more games. Okay. Yeah. Like get all those tables out of there. There, it just makes it hard to get the games. It gives people an easy way for a family to camp out on a game. 
and now you never get to play your favorite game because people are sitting at the table right next to it. And when one of them gets up, the other one just slides in there, and now they're playing like the game, the um, a game where you shoot stuff. Time Crisis. Yeah. No. Um. What's the um, where you go in? And sometimes you're in a Jeep and you're shooting the guns and it has a little thing, but nobody else can play it because this family has been here for four hours. Oh, you're talking about, uh, you're talking about uh, the... Sometimes it's Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Zombies. The, the Walking Dead. Yeah. But those games, like people sit at the table right in front of it and like they're the only people that can play a game until they leave because... Right. Like, like get those tables out of there. If you want if you want to sit at the table and hang out, um, put it in that section. Outside. Um, or the outside or that section where you can plug up the systems and do stuff, but get it out from in between the games. I shouldn't have to go around the table. Um, I shouldn't have to feel like I need to run around the table to make it to the other side so I can continue playing with you. Like, right. instead of me just being able, because I feel like if you create a walk space in between those games, it's easier for people to understand because we sat by each other and then we realized we couldn't, um, we couldn't play each other and we were sitting by each other, but even even in order to get back to the other side, you gotta speed around there to make sure that nobody else sits down and has to figure out the same stuff we did. But if those tables weren't there, there would be a space in between all those games, right? And it would look like one system, two system, three system. Yeah, you you talk about over a free play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like I don't like having to go around tables when I'm like in arcade mode. Because right. old school arcades wouldn't have had all those tables. Those tables would have been. Out in the back patio, yeah, somewhere or off to themselves. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't like that aspect. Yeah, I mean, I like how Cidercade set up, uh, and I like how they, they, they have switch docks. Yeah. So me and you and 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 Sufixalot can go. We can go smash in public, and and then uh, I, I've done it. I've, I've gone out there on a Saturday. People are like, what? You, they got switch docks. Are you playing smash? Oh yeah. And I, I played around with, with, with a few people, like, just by myself. They're just like, well, you playing Smash. Like, this is crazy that they, they had these docks here. Like, like they didn't know. And yeah. so, and I played around. I played quite, quite a few rounds, you know. Well, another thing that a pro and a con, I hate the food and the and the drink selection at Cidercade. But I like the food and the drink selection at Let's Play Games. There's really no food selection yeah. unless there's, I mean, you can bring in food, you can yeah. order food, they'll have food trucks, like although they've had some cool food trucks like Union Food Truck uh, has posted up there, uh, yeah. like they post up there once a month. Yeah. So, so shout out to Union Food Truck, they've, yeah. they've been killing it over, around town. But Union, but Union Food Truck is there and what, like how, how much, like, how much more would you pay if when you came in with um, with your purchase, you paid a little extra and you already got your order from Union as a ticket? So then you can just be like, instead of having to stand um, in that line by the door and in, because I've went to Cider K before and they told me that some people had to leave before I could, um, before I could come in or it was too full. And I've also been there when the line for the food truck was super long right yeah so like it would be better if like if they do have the food truck there go ahead and make that deal with the food truck that you're going to sell a certain amount of meals for the food truck or maybe they have a, a special meals like other places do for that you get your ticket for your meal and you get your entrance and at any time you can just go out there and be like hey okay so there isn't they, they have like they have like one like they have like one special yeah like it's like Which hey your food truck does all the time because yeah. they always keep their menu changing. Right. Yeah. And like, so you don't have to stand in, in two lines. Like if right. It's, if it's packed, you can just be like, hey, what is it? Oh, 30-minute wait. Let me turn on my tickets now. I'm about to go uh, smash. Or I'm about to go um, play Cuphead or yeah. not. Like they, that, and that's another cool thing at Cidercade. They have a Cuphead cabinet, which is a, a game that was originally for the Xbox, now on the Switch. But it is a... Contra like running gun type type game and it is a rager like people have broken controllers. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say that. Like, like people uh, constantly say the game pisses them off and makes them angry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like the rage game of like of like of the last few years. But and, like I'm I'm afraid I want to play it, but I'm afraid that if I do, if I get it on sale or something like that, like. I might like I've already broken a controller, throw uh, get, losing a losing a smash. 
Yeah, like you can't break your own stuff. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've played it. Like I played it with Sir Fix a lot, but I think I, I want to play it on a console because like I can't play it with at a cabinet. Like there's just too many buttons for me to press uh, to do it on a cabinet. I need one. I really need a one hand like setup, which would be just like a controller, uh, like a pro controller or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's still cool. But yeah, I uh, I mean I, I I like Sidercade a little bit better than I like. Um, uh, just for the facts that they have, like I can, I can bring my switch in. I can, I can smash people. I feel like, I feel like if you gave me an RV, two thousand bucks, in four days, I could show you the world. <laughs> I, I'm ready. <laughs> I could, I could take you on that one of those Aladdin I'll carpet rides. Show right you the world. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I feel like this is only scratch. Like even. As great as Cider Cade is, I feel like it's always no, scratching I, the surface. Yeah, what's yeah it is. It is. I it show really you is. pictures on Instagram where like people are like and paying, we, paying less to get in. The food is economical, and the games are like <laughs> they, like like here's here's the thing for me is that's great and all. I want to know do they have a setup where I can smash? Mm-hmm. Like that is number one. Do you have do you have flat? Do you have some screens? I mean, are they get- places they have the screen? And they're having a theme night, and they have um, a meal that is a smash themed meal. Right. And right. Can, can can we get it? Can we get it on a tournament? Even though I'm probably gonna lose first round. It doesn't matter. Shit talking's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Talk all the shit. Like like, are, do you have fighting game tournaments there? Like, I want to know if I can play Smash at your location. If I can't play Smash, you get a strike. Like like three strikes, we're done. Oh like, yeah, we definitely have to come up with a grading system. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause the f- the food and the drink selection is gonna be key to me, and how I can, but um, position it around the game and not on the game is also gonna be right. important for me. Right. So yeah, I uh, um, I hate um Georgia, but there's a place in Georgia I really <laughs> I really want to go to. It's called Battle Bruce. Man, it looks it looks very good, very very good. All right. Um, anything else you want to say about day two? Um, day two, we did a, a Celeste uh, speed run, and we had a few guys uh, do some speed runs. Um, I'm going to actually just shout out to uh, our winners. Um, um, we got uh, John Brisky, uh, the brisket, at the brisket. He, uh, he walked away. With our uh, with Cele- uh, with a uh, he was number one speed run for Celeste. Um, then you had Samuel Webb who got number two. There was another guy who uh, who opened up the uh, uh, he opened up the B sides of Celeste, but he never came and claimed his pr- prize. But um, so how does Celeste work again? I watched a little bit of it. It seemed like kind of like a. Eight bit game? Is that what the current? Eight bit, six bit, sixteen eight bit. Yeah. yeah, classic retro style. It's a game where you're climbing a mountain and you have you have a uh, you have a jump and you have a dash, and so you have to you have to learn how to use your jump and your dash with centrifugal force you have like these little boxes that'll move up or down left or right and you can hold on to those boxes and you can you can use that to push you centrifugal force to push you like further when you jump and then you can dash and grab onto a wall and and rock basically you're climbing up a mountain and this whole it's a it's a very good game um it deals with uh it deals with like depression and anxiety and stuff like that. I haven't beaten the game uh, story mode, so I honestly I can't really talk about like the the story. I know that's kind of what it deals with. They won last year best game indie game um, for that reason. They had uh, in they, what category? Uh, best indie game yes, uh, overall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they but won the best in, uh, indie game of the year. Um, I think they won best soundtrack too. Okay. So, and then they had the person who wrote the soundtrack led an orchestra the whole night uh, for for the Game Awards. So that was cool. But yeah, so uh, there was a kid who was like, this is my favorite game of all time. And so he, uh, 
I want to say he did, um, he, I think he was going to do it. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we had that, um, on day two, uh, and then, uh, we had fight the blind guy, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And so fight the blind guy. Um, so yeah, but, but Dan, uh, but Dan and his brother, Sam, uh, they both won, uh, Singled out and switch and shoot uh, yeah. day one, and then they came back and uh, and did Celeste. So, so people out there need to think. Uh, anytime you have uh, two boys that are brothers, and you think that oh my god, them fighting is never going to turn out to be good. These are two brothers that they're both in the in the gaming together, and all they do is battle back and forth with each other. <laughs> and they look, they look, they look, they look two different ways. But, like, when it comes to gaming, if one's good at it, the other one's like, I'll be better at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how – I think that's how it is for, for that kind of situation. I know that's how it is with, like, with uh, Broly Legs and his brother. Yeah. And so – Yeah, I'm just saying to the people that are out there, like, like they're always fighting. <laughs> Put a game system in front of them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and shout out to Matt uh, Glanville uh, for, for hooking us up with those keys – uh, no. Shout out to um, the the devs from Celeste for hooking us up with those keys. Like, no. thank you so so much for. I mean, this was last minute. Like, I I got an email Wednesday night at my Smash at my at my weekly, and it was like, it was like, thank you for being a part of of being a vendor at at. Here's your information for your charity booth, and I was like. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I called you, but you were already asleep, and so I was like, okay, what the crap are we gonna do for this charity booth? And I, I just, I literally threw it together in like two days. Boom! And once again, shout out to John, his mom, his um, roommate, um, David, David um, Sir Fix a Lot. Like, like, yeah, I think, um, I think it went up, went, went awesome. Um, yeah, we could have had um, had more stuff, but like, like I think we kept it unique and impactful, and we had a lot of fun. We did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, uh, um, I it made me it made me like excited to go do do more cons like this, and it, and it helped us uh, definitely get more legitimized uh, within within the con community, especially mm-hmm. the gaming community. Uh, thank you. I want to thank uh, uh, Boogie for taking time uh, out of his out of his day for giving us that interview and being so real and yeah. honest, which a lot of people um, that who are in these on YouTube or on like other things are, are like living a facade and like he he lets you know when he's putting on an act, but other than that, he's as he's as genuine as it comes. Right, and him being like an OG guy, yeah. like it it's crazy to know he was like yeah, like like he's like YouTube. He's not like a high priority on YouTube, which yeah. is like like learning some of that YouTube business and him talking about like what what. As a matter of fact, we're gonna start a new segment on our podcast of um, what's going on with YouTube. Like, because as people start transitioning, since this is, like, the 15th year that he's been on there, people are going to start, like, branching out and trying new endeavors because of the stuff that's going on with YouTube. So I think it's important that we that we track these people and let people know what's going on with these right. people as they move on to bigger and better things. Right. And, uh, I mean, he, he really uh, he really sold me on StoryFire. Yeah. So. Which well, I didn't even know about before this weekend. I think I've told you, but uh, but like know about as far as like why it exists, right? Because like, he broke it down as far as like it came out of the stuff going on with YouTube, yeah, the demonetization, yeah, and, and like what what things you can do on there versus why um, the reasons why you can't do it on YouTube now and stuff like that. And so like if it uh, hopefully hopefully it works and get off the ground and doesn't get eaten up by some corporation in six months and get turned into something else. Yeah, I mean, it's already been, I want to say, a year. No, I mean, like, like how things are nice. Like, there's something cool in Indy, and all of a sudden you get an email. They made a billion dollars yesterday, bought out by um, by Cisco, right. bought out by Disney. Right. right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think Jazz is gonna sell out to Disney. So, so, but yeah, uh, we'll be pro, we'll be creating some content for Storyfire. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we uh, will be uh, probably spitballing ideas here on the podcast, and you'll be able to hear like how it goes from day one to to a finished product. Yep. And so, we'll um, always keep you um, posted with the latest on accessibility trends, then going on things going on in the accessibility world. Right. How new games fit into that world. Right. Also. Um, if you didn't know, we, I don't even think we talked about this. We didn't, but I'm going to swing it back around to Retropalooza. Um, oh. Did we, did we talk for an hour? Oh. No, we're good. But I'm going to end it on this. Uh, but Ant went to his first tournament this weekend. WWF oh No Mercy. Oh my Jesus! And uh, I, I just threw, I just threw him in there. I was just like, I went to go sign myself up for Smash, and I was like, Oh yeah, WWF No Mercy. Yeah, I, w- I want to do that. Can you throw a brown man in? I'm the N64. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God, such a such a good game for the era, but such a bad game. <laughs> like I, I, I got. I got beat up so bad, like, like I have, I got beat up by the computer. I got beat up by by random people. I got beat up by I beat up the dude's name who I faced. I was the Rock. He was Stone Cold. Um, yeah, um, like I love like the, like I, a lot of times I say I can't watch people play video games, but I think I could watch people like people do a Royal Rumble on that game and be entertained. Yeah, like that. Um, I, I love that game. I haven't played it since I was like a teenager. And yeah, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I, I play again. I played um, with D'Lo, D'Lo Brown. Um, I always talk about. I'm gonna dress up as Sexual Chocolate, um, Mark Henry, and uh, for WrestleMania. And then that game just like just like maybe like more and more like I need to get online to find me a singlet, a Sexual Chocolate singlet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I lo- I loved it. It was fun. It yeah. was it was scary. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, so, will you do it again, though? Yeah, yeah. If the game, if the game is cool. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I I thought that was dope. Um, I, I he he didn't even know I, I was doing it, but uh, but yeah, he uh, he he just got thrown in there, and uh, it was just it was one of those things that that I thought would be. A fun thing to do, and so, um, but yeah. Uh, before we go, I wanted to show you. Um, hold on, let me see here. Let's see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, so this this is a screenshot of the new WWE 2K20. Yeah, look at Oscar's hair. Yeah, what's crazy is that this is 2K20 and the graphics look just about the same as on uh, No Mercy, right? <laughs> just brighter. Yeah, and so like that's that. Okay, so there's that, and then here's another screenshot. We'll end on this. Um, well, uh, this is from uh, uh, look at that. So the last one was was Oscar with uh, her ponytail on the side. Like her hair wasn't even and on this, her head. And this one is a trans natty. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> uh, like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like like it's very weird. Like they took like like a man's face and put it on on like a female body and called it uh, Natalia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So that's 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 what we're looking for. For that's what we're gonna. That's what we're getting for NBA. Uh, for for uh, WWE. Who team. makes who makes um that game? Two K. Two K. Same people that made Borderlands. Same people. And the that, same people that make NBA Two K. Yeah. Yeah. And those faces on there uh, look weird too. Sometimes people are dunk and their arm will be on the other side right. of the um, goal. Yeah. And, but the ball will be <laughs> in the other hand. So, yeah, definitely weird. And their, and their football games look weird. Right. But, yeah, but that is the weekend roundup. 
for what, Palooza 2019. So yeah, but we are out of here. We will see you next time. I or am talk to you next time. Yeah, or talk to you. So I am the one handed bandit, and I'm the brown man at, and we are the hangry boys. How was that pancake and sausage party this weekend? It was pretty sausagey and pancakey. Yeah, that was a big sausage party with a very little butt. Very true, very true. Guys, thanks so much for listening to us. And you can follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other place you listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. How do we get more nerds and dorks and geeks of the female variety to come out to these things? Uh, Jason Momoa. (laughs) Aquaman, save us! (laughs)